0: Hey there, and welcome to another edition of the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. I'm Kelly DeMarco. You may know me as a former news anchor and journalist at Sacramento's NBC affiliate KCRA. For years, you've trusted me to bring you important information about the people, places, and organizations in our community. Well, today, we're focusing on retirement and how to make smart financial decisions about your future. So if you're retired or nearing that important phase of your life, then listen up because you need to reduce your risk, cut your fees, maximize your income, and then guarantee that that's going to last you as long as you live. To help us understand how to achieve these goals, we're going to turn to the Peak Financial Freedom Group co-founders, Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. Together, they have more than 50 years of experience as financial advisors. They've helped thousands of people throughout Northern California. And they're the authors of seven books about financial and retirement planning. Most recently, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul fame, which sold more than half a billion copies worldwide. The Peak Financial Freedom Group works exclusively with retirees and those of you nearing retirement. If you have any questions today, call pound 250 from your cell phone and say the keyword money. Again, that's pound
1: 250 and say money. Welcome to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed at Peak Financial Freedom Group in Sacramento. They're here to help you sort through the complexities of the financial world and to understand the importance of a customized written plan to realize retirement success. They're joined by your host, Kelly DeMarco, a three-time Emmy and multiple Edward R. Murrow Award winner and one of the most recognizable storytellers and TV personalities in Sacramento. Kelly is excited to join Jim and Dan today to help you make the best decisions with your money in retirement. So let's roll. The Peak Financial Freedom Hour starts now.
0: Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here with us today. I'm Kelly DeMarco, along with Dan Ahmed and Jim Files. And today we're talking about some half-truths. You know, we hear a lot of half-truths in the financial world, not necessarily because people try to make misleading statements, but actually because sometimes a simple statement just doesn't quite tell the entire story. And you know what we're talking about, right? So here's a perfect example, guys. The stock market's always paid big rates of return you'll average eight to 12% per year if you just invest in the stock market.
2: Well, I mean, it depends on what years you're doing that calculation upon, right? So if you invested in 2009 after the last downturn and you pulled out of the market on December 31st of 2021, you probably got an eight to 10% rate of return. You probably did. But if you go back and if you invested in 2007, all the way through that same period, you probably got about a 5% rate of return. If you go back to 2000 to 2020, you probably got about a three and a half or 4% rate of return because you had downturns to go through. So um, yes, that can be true under very certain conditions, but likely if you're looking at your life expectancy and if you're started at 30 till 90, you did not get that type of rate of return. It's almost impossible to get that type of rate of return.
3: Yeah, if you go through, let's say, 2000 through 2021, and you look at all the good years and all the bad years, there's a lot more good years than bad years. Mm-hmm. In fact, it looks like you made these huge gains. It looks like you killed it. But as Jim said, probably somewhere between a 3 to 5% rate of return yeah. during that time period in the S&P 500 index. Well, if you average that each year, it would have been okay, and you probably could have taken income off of it that would have worked. The problem is that you don't average it. No. You have big, huge losses. What if you lose 10 13 and 23% in the first three years like you would have? Yep. Then what if you lose 38% in one year and you're trying to take income off of it? You just so average 3 to 5%, but you probably ran out of money in about 13 years. That's what happens. Yep. So the sequence of returns, the way that these returns hit, and right now, we're in a negative year. What if next year we have a negative year? Mm-hmm. What if the next year after that we have a negative year? Which people say, that can happen. That happens all the time. Yeah. 2001 and two, we had three years back to back. In 2007, at the end of the year, we had a big drop. 2008 was a huge drop. And then at the beginning of the year in 2009, we had another drop. So it went through three different years where we had losses. Yeah,
2: yep, exactly. And what happens when you start having those losses, consecutive months and consecutive years of losses people start making very bad decisions right what they do is they can't handle any longer and they pull the plug and they just go to cash and there are ways to move out laterally with different strategies without pulling the plug and still having the portfolio protected but most people don't understand that because you're dealing with an advisor or broker that just deals with stocks and bonds and you're either in or you're out of the market but there's ways to do this constructively so that you can still maintain the potential growth but also de-risk your portfolio immediately by in- implementing different types of strategies.
0: I think you make a good point then. So you're saying it's it's really not good to just pull out of the stock market altogether, but just to kind of lower your risk so that you're still there for potential growth
2: down you the line? You should have a plan. You, you, what you want to do before you do anything is to have a plan in place to know what you're doing before you do it.
3: Well, the stock market is only – in our portfolios, the stock market itself is only one of the places we can put assets inside of that portfolio. We might put assets inside of short-term bonds that act like cash. We might put it in long-term bonds. We might put it into inflationary assets such as commodities, gold, rare earth metals, lithium, agriculture. We might put them in growth stocks. We might put them in individual stocks. We might put them in exchange traded funds. So basically all those are assets. Now, You don't want to get stuck with the mindset that you should always have your assets in stocks at all times. Because really, if you think about it, did you really want all your assets in stocks all times this year? No. No No one did. But most people didn't. So you have to look at if cash is the best performing asset simply because it didn't lose money, shouldn't you have assets there as a good asset? Yeah. yeah, that's a good asset. It's not saying you're taking money out of the stock market. You have to look at your portfolio as different types of assets you're going to be investing in, with stocks being one of them. Gotcha. Just because you're not in stocks that month or two months means you shouldn't have been in stocks yep. that month or those
2: two months. I mean, as a good example, um, back in February, the lumber started taking off. It was just going through the roof. So our Algorithm-based system, which we use as our management platform, we moved into commodities, right? And we're in commodities February, March, April, and May. And then commodities started to level off and then commodities started to get involved we moved out in june but for a three or four month period we captured that upside of the commodity positions and this month we own no commodities for example so we're looking at what do you own in the right marketplaces and we're not just looking at domestic stocks we're looking at international developed companies global we're looking at commodities we're looking at you know convertible securities we're looking at real estate we're looking at all these assets to try to maximize where the momentum is.
0: You know, one thing that just came to mind when you said that, I know how much work you guys do behind the scenes, how much you're looking at things closely, and then, like you said, recalibrating every month. There's a lot of people out there, I think, that say, oh, I can just do this myself. And and there are people that I'm sure have some successes, but it's a full-time job. I don't know how anyone could work full time and try to manage what's going on
3: in the market right now. I mean it's like mind blowing. Well see that's one that's one big problem. Mm-hmm. The I think even bigger problem are the people that have an advisor that think these things are being done for them yeah. but they're not being done. Yeah. And one of the commercials I'm writing right now, I think the title of it is Does it seem like your advisor isn't paying attention to your money? Because most people out there that we meet they come in and they go, hey, here's what my advisor's doing. They don't think their advisor's paying attention to the money because the advisor doesn't make any changes. The advisors won't put a chunk of the money into cash when it needs to be. Why the, is that? Are they just being lazy or what? What's... Well, they're they're trained that way, and most financial advisors are trained never take the money out of the market because if it leaves the market, it might not come back. Yeah. Mm. To you, gotcha. So they're looking out for themselves. Well, um, we're not gonna say it that way, but they've been trained to (laughs) to think that way. Yeah,
0: so if you have any questions on this, call pound 250 on your cell phone, say the keyword money to set up your free consultation. Again, call pound 250, say the keyword money, or go to peakfin.com. We'll be right back with more after this.
3: Hi, Dan Ahmed here from Peak Financial Freedom Group. Most people say their biggest fear in retirement is running out of money and not being able to pay for the things they want and need each month. When they worked, they got a paycheck. Now, nothing. Unless you're getting a huge pension, you have to create dependable lifetime monthly income. Low interest rates and stock market volatility make creating secure income seem impossible. My partner Jim Files and I are the co-founders of Peak Financial, both raised locally right here in the Sacramento Valley, and we can help create dependable income that will last for as long as you live. If you've saved one million dollars or more for retirement we're offering you a free no obligation second opinion about your money we specialize in retirement income planning and growth investments with less potential risk we act as fiduciaries for every advisory client to help you make the best financial decisions we don't just sell investments we meet personally with you one-on-one to create an actual written plan you can understand and rely on this free consultation can help you reduce your risk Generate dependable monthly income, manage taxes, fight inflation, and maximize your social security benefits. The second opinion offer is free with no pressure or hidden agenda. We have helped so many people just like you stop worrying about their money so much. We'd really love to help you too. Our clients are good savers and typically have saved between $2 million to $10 million for retirement, and we can help you if you've saved at least $1 million. This offer is available right now, so call us today. From your mobile phone, dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. That's pound two five zero and keyword money. We'd love to see you soon.
1: Did you know you can schedule a time to meet with Jim, Dan, and the Peak Financial Freedom Group online? Go to peakfin.com and look for the schedule your consultation button. And while you wait for your free appointment, see what else the website has to offer. In addition to reading the latest from the Peak Financial Freedom blog, finding out your risk number, and learning more about Jim and Dan's background, you can get special access to exclusive downloads from Dan and Jim's latest books, The Big Question, featuring Larry King, and Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, featuring Jack Hanfield. Get your free downloads today at peakfin.com. So don't hesitate to access even more resources, helpful information, audio, video, books, blogs, it's all there at peakfin.com. And you can even secure your free financial review and consultation right on the website. Just go to peakfin.com.
0: Thanks for joining us on the show today. We hear a lot of half-truths in the financial world. Sometimes these statements may seem like they're true, but kind of like half of it's true, half of it's not, especially in the scenario that we're in today. So here's one, guys. Your portfolio is safe and you don't have much
3: risk. Well, I think the truth about that is, is everyone wants to feel that. that. They uh-huh. want to think that, uh-huh. right? They hope for that. And the other side is your advisor wants you to think that because then you won't bother them. So in reality, though, you have no idea if you're safe, and how much risk you have, unless you do a risk analysis like we harp on so much. Give you an example of what has to happen. Let's say you have four statements. You have an IRA, your spouse has an IRA, and you have two trust accounts. And there's 50 different assets on there. How much risk do you have? You have no idea. I have no idea. So what if then – we, we review those statements, we enter in every single one of your 50 different assets, mutual funds, stocks, bond funds, into our system, we have a software system, and we run the system, and it comes back and it'll tell us how much risk you have in very simple terms, it'll give you a risk number, it'll say, if we have another 08 financial crisis. You better be prepared to lose 45%. Well, in your mind, if you were thinking you wanted no more than 10% risk, what does that tell you? You're, you're not in a good position right now. Well, you're not in a good position. It's just, it's just your risk doesn't match what you want, so you better make some changes mm-hmm. to get your risk down to 10%, yep. and that can happen. And Jim talked about it in the last show. People don't think that can happen. It's so easy to make that happen, literally. Once yep. we find out how much risk you're taking, once you find out how much risk you want to take... With a flip of a button, we can then create a plan, literally, and reduce the risk down. It takes multiple meetings, but ultimately reduce the risk down to that 10% or lower amount that someone has, and then they're not worrying about it at that point. And it's
2: not that difficult. You know what's the craziest thing, Kelly, though? People listening right now, they say to themselves, God, that sounds great. I I should do that. Or people are saying, hey, I'm going to call my advisor and see how much risk I have. Or other people say, hey, I'll get you this later. And many people don't come in because they get lazy or they'll get to it later. Or, worst case, they call their advisor and the advisor says, you're just fine. We've done the analysis. Don't worry. The market's going to come back. Just stay in it. The market's always come back. And they're exactly in the same position they were before they made the phone call. So it really blows us away that you can actually get this done And if you don't have it done now, that just means your advisor doesn't do what we do, period, or you would have this done. Well,
3: let me ask you a question, too. Let's say someone comes in, and we do an analysis, and they have a potential to lose 40%. They have a 40% risk factor. And their advisor has told them before that they're pretty safe, and they don't have much risk. That advisor doesn't think that a 40% risk factor is that high.
2: Yeah. I guess so.
3: Literally, across the board. They don't think they're doing anything bad to the client. They're not trying to hurt the client. They like the what client. What do they think is high, then? Well, Max. they think, what they
2: think is this, is that the market dropped 40 before, but it came back. That's what they're thinking, gotcha. right? You know, you got to stay in it and go through the downturn. But you don't have to do that. You just don't have to. But it's crazy – Because most people don't understand there are alternatives. They just don't get it. If you're
3: 55 and older, you better not be doing that. That's the bottom line. 55 and older, no matter. Younger, we have so many younger clients that aren't wanting to take risk now. But if you're 55 and older, meaning you're creeping closer and closer to ultimate retirement time, you better not be doing that because one big loss, if we have a big loss and then the market takes 10 years to recover, which a lot of reports are coming out, that could happen. The, the big financial yeah. firms, the yeah. CEOs are saying we're going to be flat for the next 10 years. Yeah. If we have a flat market for 10 years, you're paying fees and you're taking income out, it's going to be devastating yeah. to your portfolio.
0: The other thing I'm hearing is one, it's never too late. You right. know, just if, if you're suffering a loss right now and you want to look at this and stop, there's that. And number two, you know, it doesn't hurt to get a second opinion right? Well, the, they get,
2: they'll get educated. They, yeah. They'll understand alternatives whether you do business, for example, with our firm or not. That had nothing to do with it. But understand what you got. That's all you got. You you worked your life 30, 40 years. Don't blow it because you think you're okay. That's the worst decision you can make.
3: Well, so you just said something that we always talk about the most important thing. And that is everyone fears that they're going to make a bad decision. Well, guess what? Not making a decision now by taking too much risk is making a bad, bad, bad bad decision. Whether you take care of the money, whether your spouse does, whether you have an advisor doing it, you have to find out what's going on because you want to, we know in your heart, you want to feel like you're safe in your portfolio, safe, and you want to feel and know that you're not taking too much risk. Well, how do you do that? You put a plan together and it can happen over. It can happen just over the structure of meeting several times and put a plan together that first finds out how much risk you're taking, finds out how much risk you want to take and remodels it to give you the risk you need. Kind of like remodeling your kitchen. Yeah. If you could have a new kitchen that's bright and gleamy and shiny, you can use it. Wouldn't you want that versus your old stinky kitchen? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 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 So, what about this half truth?
0: It's better to defer taking income from your assets until age seventy-two because you'll pay
3: less taxes. Well, Jim, you and I we do the tax planning for our clients, and we don't think that it's better in most cases to defer, unless there's certain reasons we're going to defer. Because what happens the longer you defer, the better chance you're going to have higher required minimum distributions, and you're going to pay more taxes on those as we take them out down the road. So, in most people's cases, it's better to start taking income out immediately upon retirement, so we then can levelize the taxation that's going to be on those IRA assets. And they can use the money quicker to do the things they want, like traveling.
2: Yeah. But the key, as Dan just mentioned, is that in most cases, but you do have to have a plan in place so that we can do the math behind to make sure that we are providing proper advice. Should you start money now, earlier, or later? In most cases, it is earlier, and we can actually show the clients mathematically why that makes sense and why they should do it that way.
3: And overall, then, you know, you look at that and We think by allowing us to put a plan together that will use these income sources either at the beginning, in the middle of life, or towards the end of life, it allows us to help the client meet their goals. It's got to feel good too. You know, you really
0: are. I know you have so many clients that love you guys. You got to feel good about helping people
3: at this stage of their life, right? Well, that's a reward we get back that if you can do your job, we make good money doing our job, of course, but if you can help people and get that back, that's the best thing ever because we see the relief on their faces. We see how much worry we take off their shoulders, literally. Yeah. Love that. Well, we'll be right back with more
0: on this show. We're going to just ask you to call pound 250 on your cell phone if you have any questions and then say the keyword money. And with that, you can set up a free consultation. So again, call pound 250, say the keyword money. You can also go to peakfin.com. After this break, we'll have more on how truths.
3: Hi, Dan Ahmed here from Peak Financial Freedom Group. I bet creating a written retirement income plan seems complicated, time-consuming, and expensive. But here at Peak, we make it very simple. We start with the most important part, your monthly budget. We determine how much money you need to live in awesome retirement. Next, we calculate out how much you could lose in a stock market crash and how much you are really paying in fees. Then we create an income plan, tax plan, and legacy plan for you. It takes a little time, but the best part is that it's free. My partner, Jim Files, and I are the co-founders of Peak Financial, both raised locally right here in the Sacramento Valley, and we will walk you step-by-step to create a customized written plan. If you've saved $1 million or more for retirement, we are offering a free, no obligation, second opinion about your money. We specialize in retirement income planning and growth investments with less potential risk. We act as fiduciaries for every advisory client to help you make sure you're making the best financial decisions. We don't just sell investments. We meet personally with you one-on-one to create an actual written plan you can understand and rely on. This free consultation can help you generate dependable monthly income, reduce your risk, manage taxes, fight inflation, and maximize social security benefits. The second opinion offer is free with no pressure or hidden agenda. We have helped so many people just like you stop worrying about their money so much. We'd love to help you too. Our clients are good savers and typically have saved between $2 million to $10 million for retirement, and we can help you if you've saved at least $1 million. This offer is available right now, so call us today. From your mobile phone, simply dial pound 250 and when prompted, say the keyword money. That's pound 250 and keyword money. We'd love to see you soon. Thanks for
0: staying with us here on the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. We are talking about half-truths in the financial world. Sometimes a simple statement just doesn't quite tell the whole story, right? Like this one, bonds significantly reduce the risk in your portfolio. Well, if you look at this
3: year, that wasn't necessarily true. I think in a lot of years past, bonds have been used to find a way to diversify away the risk of the stock market. Because a lot of times when the stock market went down, because of certain things happening in the world, bonds um, stabilized the portfolio. But this year, you look at bonds, typical investment grade bonds, probably down 20%. You look at 30-year treasuries for a year down 38%. Just amazing how much the bonds have gone down by. And in some cases, they went down more than some of the stocks that went down by.
2: Yeah, but, but overall, again, the way we look at bonds are differently. Uh, we have 12 different bond positions that we look at every month. And there have been bonds this year that we've moved to, which are called ultra-short treasury bonds, the safest investments in the world, backed by the U.S. Treasury Department. Very short paper issued by the Treasury Department. And that's like cash. So, yes, if you invested in the wrong bond funds in this type of market, which happens to be the worst bond market in American history this year, um, but if you select the right type of bonds in type of market – you will either lose a heck of a lot less or you could actually have made money. So you have to look at bonds and you have we tactically manage bonds. We just don't buy a bond fund or a bond and just hold it. We are tactically managing the bonds Every 30 days, we're evaluating, should we own a different bond or own the same bond positions or bond funds?
0: And I love that you help your clients with that because I would know, I don't know if most people really know, you look at a list and I don't know which one to do. So let's talk about the most important aspect of investing. This sentence says, the most important aspect of investing is growth. That's a half-truth.
3: Well, it actually could be true, right? But it might not be true. And I think the problem is people assume if they're investing, they're going to get growth and gains. They assume if they take the risk, they're going to get these big returns in reward for the risk they're taking. And it's not true. And you look at what's happened this year, but don't don't just take the short term. Take the long term. Go back to the year 2000. And look at what the market's done from then until now. It's probably less than 5%, probably about a 4% increase to the S&P 500. 4% for all the risk you took. If you go back to 1996 and look at every 15-year time period, as we add in this time period, when this year ends, we're probably going to be the same. It's probably going to be an average of about a 4% annual compounded increase per year to the S&P 500. And you took... Huge risk took two times, the market lost 50%. Yep. This year, the market lost between 20 to 30%. Yep. How in the
2: heck is that worth the risk that you took? No, but people don't know the difference, you know, and they're, they're being pitched by the big firms of the country, you know, they're being pitched by the internet, they're being pitched by their advisor, they've been pitched by their broker, that you have to take all this risk to get the return. And yes, there's some level of truth. You do have to take some risk to, potentially get a return on most asset classes, not all, but most, but you can take significantly risk to get that return. They just don't understand how to take the significant risk part. They just don't understand it because you can't take a conventional portfolio and make that happen. You have to do something different. You have to use different strategies, which we actually you know, use here at our firm.
3: One time... And your lifestyle and your life cycle is going to be important because when you're young, the most important aspect of investing is first investing and then getting growth on those dollars because Mm -hmm. you have a long time. But at retirement time now, growth of those assets falls far behind two other things. One is stabilization and principal protection, principal preservation. And the second is trying to find a way to drive income off that asset base to enhance your lifestyle. Right. So growth falls way down as far as not being as important when you look at it based on where you're at. If you're two, three, four, five years away from retirement or you're in retirement, growth is definitely not the most important thing. Stabilization of principal, meaning preserving your principal and creating an income plan off those assets is the most important yep. thing. What
0: about this one? The annual dividends, capital gain distributions, and capital gains on your non-IRA portfolio aren't taxed unless you take them out. I just dealt with a client
3: like this, Jim, where literally they have about $100,000 of um, dividends, capital gain distributions, and capital gains in their portfolio, even though the market's down. And they think, oh, we're okay. We're not going to touch it, so we're not going to pay taxes this year.
2: No, it doesn't work that way. Those are distributions, right? You get distributed that money, it gets taxed. And if it's a mutual fund, most mutual funds, every October, November, they're actually liquidating the portfolio, trying to show in a gain so they can show it on their annual statement. Mm-hmm. And that goes in as a gain. And when you do your get your 1099 at year end from that mutual fund company, uh, you get reported on your taxpayer and you're going to pay taxes on something you didn't take out.
3: And you wow. haven't taken any money out. But Let's say your account shows that it had fifty thousand dollars of dividends and it still could have went down a hundred thousand dollars in value. You could have lost a hundred thousand yep. and you could pay tax on fifty thousand that you've never received and has not done any benefit for your portfolio
2: and that could have happened this year you could have got a a bunch of dividend distributions in january this year and all of a sudden the market started dropping you got to report those dividends and interest on your tax return and pay taxes even though your portfolio is down significantly that would be a bummer well it happens all the time i bet
0: all right we'll do our hypothetical mailbag right after this let's get you in here for a free consultation on a second opinion pound 250 on your cell phone call that number not text but call it pound 250, and then you just say the keyword money, super easy. We'll get you set up for meeting. It's pound 250, say the keyword money, and we'll talk about our hypothetical mailbag questions on the other side of the break.
3: Hi, Dan Ahmed here from Peak Financial Freedom Group. What do you want your money to do for you in retirement? We found most retirees want a written retirement income plan that covers six basic areas. They want to reduce the risk of suffering any more big stock market losses. They want to earn decent returns to keep pace with inflation. They need dependable monthly income to last for as long as they live and not run out. They want to reduce their income taxes and fees. If they're married, they want their spouse to be set financially. And they want all remaining assets passed to beneficiaries. My partner Jim Files and I are the co-founders of Peak Financial, both raised locally right here in the Sacramento Valley. And we can help you achieve these goals by creating a customized written plan. If you've saved $1 million or more for retirement, we are offering you a free, no obligation, second opinion about your money. We specialize in retirement income planning and growth investments with less potential risk. We act as fiduciaries for every advisory client to help you make the best financial decisions. We don't just sell investments. We meet personally with you one-on-one to create an actual written plan you can understand and rely on. This free consultation can help you generate dependable monthly income, reduce your risk, manage taxes, fight inflation, and maximize social security benefits. The Second Opinion offer is free with no pressure or a hidden agenda. We have helped so many people just like you stop worrying about their money so much. We'd love to help you too. Our clients are really good savers and typically have saved between $2 million to $10 million for retirement. And we can help you if you've saved at least $1 million. This offer is available right now, so call us today. From your mobile phone, dial pound 250 and when prompted, say the keyword money. That's pound 250 and keyword money. We'd love to see you soon.
1: Like what you're hearing on the show? Did you know that Jim and Dan also have a podcast? On the podcast, you'll hear more discussions about topics such as common money mistakes, handling financial fears, overlooked retirement expenses, and much more. Tune in to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcast streaming services.
0: Okay, we're back with our hypothetical mailbag questions. Let's hear from Elizabeth in Folsom. She says, a section of my 401k statement shows that I can expect to create an income of about $4,000 a month from my current account balance in two years when I retire. She says she has about $500,000 in her account now. She's adding $20,000 per year. She wants to know how reliable is that number and what are they basing it on?
3: Well, I don't think this number is going to be reliable at all because they're probably basing it on something like about a 9% rate of return inside, meaning they're projecting she's going to get 9% rate of return on her assets between now and the day she dies. If that happens, she can probably take out $48,000 a year, $4,000 a month because she has 500000 in there. She's going to add 40000 to it still means she's going to be taking out almost 10% no. yeah. of her assets every year. Yeah. you got to earn about a 9% rate to make sure that's going to last forever. So the number extremely unreliable because you probably shouldn't, in this case, be looking at taking any more. If she's using this type of portfolio to create the income, probably no more than $15,000, $18,000 a year of income, which is... Um, $1,250 to $1,500 a month of income, yeah. not $4,000. Yeah.
2: And that blows people away, Kelly. We see people come in, they have these types of assumptions that have been given it to by, you know, qualified people. And we have to tell them, we have to, you know, we're just using data well, that-
3: One of the biggest 401k providers does this. Yeah,
2: no, exactly. Is that you know, no, you can't do it that way. Now, not that you can't get enough income to retire, but you got to change it up, look at different asset classes and- uh, just taking that out of a, a managed portfolio or stock and bond portfolio, Dan mentioned it's not it's very unlikely gonna work.
3: Well, like what if this was her first year of retirement? Yeah. And she had five hundred and forty thousand in there and her portfolio has gone down twenty percent like a lot of other people's yep. portfolios, like she has. So yep. now she has four hundred thousand dollars yep. in there. Now she's trying to take out fifty grand a year. Yep. It's not gonna last. Nope, not happening. Not gonna last. How about we talk about Harold in Orangeville? He says
0: I went to work for at least another two years, but I'm now sixty-two and old enough to start
3: taking my social security. Is this a recommended strategy? It depends on how much he's going to be making, because if you're not at what's called normal retirement age, and let's say for Harold, his normal retirement age right now for most people is 67. From 67 on, he can make as much money as he wants, and he can take social security and there's no penalties. But below 67, there's a rule that he can make up to approximately $19,000 for the whole year. And if he takes his social security, there'll be no penalty. But if he's taking Social Security and he makes over $19,000 a year, for every $2 above $19,000 he makes, he now loses $1 for Social Security. So what if he now makes $60,000 of income? 60,000 minus 19 is 41,000. Divide that in half, that's $20,500. If he makes $25,000 in wages, he loses $20,500 of his Social Security
2: oh wow that's yeah, mind-blowing now if it wasn't going to work then it may make sense to take social security in most right? cases
3: yeah. it does and we yeah. do that and that's the thing we'll do a full analysis for him Jim in fact explain just quickly how, how we do that analysis to prove to someone because they don't have this available anywhere
2: really yeah I mean you know it just take three different ages 62, 67, and 70 and most people know that the longer you wait you get a bump and it's about 8% per year you're getting a bump in potential right. in, in your income but it doesn't mean that's you should wait because you're giving up so if you you waited from 62 to 67, and that's a five-year period, well, you gave up five years, and let's say it was $25,000 a year. Well, you gave up, gave up $125,000 from not taking it from the government, but if you're in retirement, and you need it at 125, you're taking it out of your portfolio. So it's a catch-up. you got to catch that up. And typically, the catch-up, if you're 62, is somewhere between 77 and 79 years of age where it made sense to wait until 67. But until you do the math and show all the calculations and how we do that, people are uncomfortable or they make a wrong decision. But you help people with that, yes. kind
3: of figure out what, what their situation oh, yeah. is. Yeah, like. client right now I'm working with, they're coming in today. They thought it's better to wait until 70 to take the money out for Social Security. It's better for them to take it out at 62. Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. What about, two? I, w- I guess I always think about, two. people assume that, you know, they're at a point in their life where they're going to be around that long. Like, I guess from my perspective, I feel like
3: take well, the money well, sooner, Well, that's right? why we, yeah. do, we do the analysis, and it'll show, as Jim said, it usually is 18 to 20 years before there's a break-even time period. But then you have to factor in the time value of money, getting those income sources to you sooner, and it usually takes until about 90 before you break even by deferring it gotcha hey great information as always you guys really appreciate
0: it and if you would like to set up an appointment a free consultation with dan and jim we'd love to see you here in the office call pound 250 on your cell phone just say the keyword money it's that simple pound 250 say the keyword money you can also find us on the website peak thanks so much for listening glad you're with us today and we'll see you next time
3: Hi, Dan Ahmed here from Peak Financial Freedom Group. If you are like most people, you probably worry about your money a lot. But what if you weren't afraid about your money anymore? What if you weren't afraid of suffering a huge stock market loss and running out of money? What if you weren't afraid to buy that car, travel or do that remodel? What if you weren't afraid of making big financial mistakes? If you weren't afraid, your life would be a lot better. My partner, Jim Files, and I are the co-founders of Peak Financial, both raised locally right here in the Sacramento Valley, and we can help you feel confident about your money and take control of your future. If you saved $1 million or more for retirement, we are offering you a free, no obligation, second opinion about your money. We specialize in retirement income planning and growth investments with less potential risk. We act as fiduciaries for every advisory client to help you make the best financial decisions. We don't just sell investments. We meet personally with you one-on-one to create an actual written plan you can understand and rely on. This free consultation can help you stop worrying about your money so much, reduce your risk, generate dependable monthly income and fight inflation. The second opinion offers free with no pressure or hidden agenda. We have helped so many people just like you stop worrying about their money so much, we'd really love to help you too. Our clients are really good savers and typically have saved between $2 million to $10 million for retirement. And we can help you if you've saved at least $1 million. This offer is available right now, so call us today. From your mobile phone, dial pound 250 and when prompted, say the keyword money. That's pound 250 and keyword money. We'd love to see you soon.